Hello. Hi. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Open. I'm your girl. I'm your girl. I'm that girl. I'm that lady. I let And this is a new fucking episode, bitch. Ah, <sighs> here we are. Wow. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Open. I'm your host. I'm your guide. I'm your sister, your best friend, your worst enemy. Who the fuck knows? But I'm your bitch and I'm that lady. And today we're diving into everything, nothing, a little bit of every topic. I don't know. I asked you guys on Instagram to give me some controversial topics. Ooh. Okay, thank you to everyone who fucking wrote me. It's so funny. Like, I can see every single person. Nobody put in a question. Does nobody want me to talk about controversial shit? I mean, if I don't, people don't want to hear me talk. Why do we even have a podcast? Um, but anyways, I welcome back to another episode of Stay Open. You guys, gals, gays, theys, one motherfucking year since I last uploaded an episode. And if you're listening to this, you're probably an OG. And you're probably like, bitch, where the fuck have you been? And let me tell you, the world, the universe, as I believe it, has been speaking to me and putting it on my heart to come back. Um, and I just wanted this episode to be a really feel-good like catch-up with an old friend that you haven't seen in a long time because... That's, you know, why I created this space in the first place was for you to feel like you're not alone. And for me, that can be a very vulnerable place because I always want to bring authenticity and truth to this platform. And I'm going to be honest, the last year after May rocked my shit and... I think building a space in a community where I want to be honest and where I want to talk about what your 20s hold, I wouldn't be courageously exploring that with being without being very transparent with how the last couple of years in my 20s have shaped me and made me and what they gave me you know um and we've done so much I mean May I filmed the last episode of this podcast in my parents basement when Zach and I were moving back from Columbus to Colorado Columbus Georgia and then we moved into a house we planned a wedding we got married we hosted all of our friends closest friends and family at our home for a housewarming we had a three-day extravaganza and I will bring you all of that behind the scenes 
details, if you care, if you're a wedding girly obsession. What am I saying? If you're a wedding girly aficionado like I am, I will be bringing you all those episodes. And I'm not going to lie, after we got married, I felt like the rubber band snapback reverb of just life. And I think sometimes in life, what's hard with this industry um, and social media and just anything in the digital media space, it's so demanding and it's all the time and it asks so much of you and it asks you to be all of yourself but not really yourself, not really the real true version of you but overshare but if you overshare then sometimes we'll cancel you and um not that I'm even I don't give a fuck about being canceled outside of the fact that I think it's one of the worst things that we allow as a society but I I will little sidestep from that we can come back to that but with that being said this space is like having a spotlight on you at all times even if you have one person behind that spotlight I'm looking at my spotlight or you have five million I don't think that feeling of magnification um, ever goes away or changes and for me when I felt kind of the reverb of life and everything I had gone through and everything I put myself through, I spread myself, I spread, I spread myself so thin last year. I was also building and running my company. Um, this June will be two years of my company, which is crazy. Um, I lost a really near and dear friend of mine. Um, like she broke up with me in so many words and I want to do an episode on that but I'm not gonna lie that hurt my heart so bad and I've spent a long time questioning myself and who I am and who I am as a friend and what I bring to the table and then my wedding happened and it's funny I was just talking to a girlfriend who will be on the podcast her name's Macy um She's a singer-songwriter, May May, and she's phenomenal. Um, and I adore her, and our episode is so fucking funny, and I can't wait to bring it to you. But um, her and I were talking about, like, oh, did your wedding with your bridesmaids really show you everyone's true colors and, like, change some of your relationships with your friends? And I was like, it totally did. It totally did. And of course, I'll get into that too. Um, when I bring you all the wedding shit, but I just sat back after the wedding and I really needed to take time on who the people in my life are that I want to share myself with, how I want to share myself, how I want to share the things I've gone through, um, how I want to speak about them because... I, str- I truly struggle in this world where I feel like you're incentivized to be an inauthentic version of yourself in order to get ahead in this in this space. I struggle 
because I believe in authenticity and I believe I'm just my I'm just who I am who you hear right now on this microphone is who I am and the community I want to build here and the space I want to have with you is intimate and it's trusting and it's it's I'm not gonna lie it's hard to recreate that truth and authenticity every week which is why I'm sure you see mediocre shit from your favorite influencers or you get you know not every podcast episode is a win and maybe that's a part of the beast sure but I'm really trying while I'm having this conversation with you to go forward in my life being the most authentic auth, auth, now I can't even say it authentic oh my god I'm having a stroke is this a stroke <laughs> authentic thank you god I'm trying to be the most authentic version of myself And if that means not doing it the way everyone else is doing it, then so fucking be it. And may that be a lesson for you in your life. If you are surrounding yourself with people who I think can push your boundaries in what you're comfortable with and the person you want to be, if you don't feel like they're driving you, loving you, wishing the best for you, if your job is not giving you life, then change it. And not just change it, but allow yourself then to let go. And I don't know, quite honestly, if I'm there yet, but part of this process is sitting down and being raw. So here I am. Thank you so much for listening. I have so many life lessons that I've learned over the last year that I want to talk about. I'm like looking at the clock, turning 28, and I'm like, bitch, you have two more years. Not really, if you look at it, like a little less than two years left to bring you amazing fucking content on what it's like to be in your 20s living your 20s reflecting on your 20s and it's what's fascinated me it's consumed me over this past um era of my life and it fascinates me because everyone's on a different path um and that's a life lesson that I'm really learning is I've seen you know, so much success from my friends and it's beautiful seeing my friends successful and I'm so happy for them and I I truly do champion my friends in so many ways and one of them is spiritually and prayer and always putting good energy and intention out there in the world for them. But that doesn't mean my ego doesn't get hurt or inflamed or like I'm any less jealous when I see people that I love like getting to get a taste of something that I yearn for so badly so I think that's I don't know I think that's just my honest like where have I been is I've been slowing down I've really been working on slowing down 
honoring myself, honoring my person, my partner, my husband, spending time with my family that I've lived, you know, states away from for so long. And building a life that feels good to me. And for some reason, the past year, well, not for some reason, probably for everything that I just said, I haven't had the energy to do this. I haven't had that grind because it takes fucking, it takes a grind, man. Which is what a lot of people underestimate about this business. Like the consistency aspect that algorithms push, that AI pushes, that that's a big ass beast to fight. And I want to do it for myself, but also for you and this community that I've grown. And I know that I don't know. Talks with my girlfriends and deep talks, that's like where I want to be. That's what I want to be doing. And that's where I get so much breath out of life. And I'm ready to do that with you. So thank you for being here. You know, I was thinking while I was just talking about an analogy that people use in business in the entrepreneurial space you can work in your business or you can work on your business and in life I think there's very similar um what am I trying to say there's very similar themes so the podcast for me and stay open and my side companies are when I work in my life You know, I'm really working in it. I'm working in the nitty gritty. I'm doing the everyday to-do list and making the wheels slowly turn and producing content for you and producing content for myself and my clients. And, you know, the list goes on and on. But there's something to be said about taking a step back and working on your life. And that's what I've done the last year. And this space, this digital media space is so demanding of your time and no wonder, you know, the older, the older I've gotten, no wonder people marry their job because there's some career paths that almost don't give you any breathing room to do anything but that. And that's something very real that you have to ask yourself in your 20s is like, I'm, you know, who am I going to be married to? A person or a thing or an object or a career? I mean, not an object, but I'm sure some people out there would like to marry their cars or some shit. But you really have to align your life with truly what makes you feel good and for me I needed to take a step back and work on my life and work on myself and work on my my marriage and work on my house and I'm still doing those things but I can't even tell you how nice it is to just be speaking from a place and sitting in this chair of a place where I feel 
like I'm like I'm getting it like I'm getting there because really all I want to do and I think why I'm so passionate about this podcast is reach my 30s and look back and have really felt like I lived my 20s in a way that was driving me towards the woman I truly wanted to be and I think I'm doing that and it's so funny you go through all these like holy shit moments in life and these big moves and these big life events and you get to kind of have a reflection of like who you were um and what you wanted and you pass your goals and you build a life with someone and it's just it's so cool to look back on the person that I was when I started this podcast and where I am now and I feel like although I haven't always gotten it right I can pat her on the back and you know give her a hug pat her on the back what the fuck am I saying I don't even know cut the last part but I basically wanted to say it feels so good to be behind the microphone today and I have such good content to bring you um and I have amazing guests coming on the show and can we just talk about the fact I just have to like toot my own horn here and also this lovely woman's horn because she's a badass bitch but uh my episode with Delaney Rowe, if you do not follow Delaney on Instagram, please give her a follow and also on TikTok. She like blew up on TikTok. That's where like her following originated from. But my God, this woman is a comedian and an actress and just a great human all the way around. But I reached out to her back in the day. And I really want to do almost like a Billie Eilish style episode with her down the line of like, how many followers do you, followers do you have now? Because like at the time, I think she had 100,000. She has like over a million now. Forgive me if it's 2 million, Delaney. It should be if it's fucking not. And it's just cool to see the people that I interview um, being successful in their life so shout out to her um I don't know I I asked people today on Instagram controversial topics you want to hear me discuss on my pod and two people responded and I just for legal reasons cannot say those things out loud um so for legal reasons I'm so funny I hate when people say that you're like what the fuck was that one of my girlfriends said uh talk about why people think they're fucking cats so um can we please we need to get down to something serious I know you've missed me but something very serious is happening this week and I would not be the pop culture girly that I am without bringing it up in this space and if you're here for the cries and the tissues and the real talks, um, you can fast forward. But if you're into the hot gossip like I am, let's get down to it. Um, I have spoken with people that I love about Scandaval. Scandaval, you guys. We have Vanderpump Rules 
season finale. I want a space to talk about it, okay? And I want an excuse to talk about it on TikTok, so I'm adding it to my podcast. And I have talked to some people that I know and I care about about Scandaval, but every person that I've talked to has not been an OG Vanderpump Rules watcher like myself. I TiVoed, yes, that is aging me, TiVoed the first episode that ever came out. I am a Stassi Schroeder stand. I love her. I think she now has a new name. Um, her husband's name, that's cracked. I don't know off the top of my head, but I love Stassi. Um, and I'm not going to lie. I stopped watching the show when Raquel came on um, because I watched the first season Raquel was on and when she showed up to the reunion in those fluffy fucking sleeve dress that dress I can't stand Raquel um love you girl maybe not I just don't think we'd be friends and this space is not a space where I want to shit on other women but in this space there are things that warrant a conversation about your character and I think this is one of those situations I can't stand her. I couldn't stand her. I'm not really a James fan, but I am a Lala fan. And for some reason, when James and Lala are in a good place, I like James. But when they're not, I can't stand him. So anyways, um, Raquel, I saw, I stopped watching. Then... I got a notification on my phone the day that the press broke the story of um, Scandaval. And my mouth dropped on the floor because although I stopped watching the Vanderpump Rules, like I still keep up with Lisa. I keep up with um, the Tom Toms because of their restaurant. And I love Tom and Katie together, but I don't know... know how I feel about Katie you know and of course all these people I don't really know them so like if this is offend offending you I'm not I don't know them this is all just based off of the show their reality tv personas and the way that I think they make moves in life and that's just my personal opinion so Katie, don't know how I feel about her, but I, I followed the Tom Toms and I've followed Ariana. And I have always, I think she's a tough bitch. She reminds me of my sister a little bit, but I, I like her and I follow her. And I tolerate Tom Sandoval because of Ariana, as I think many people in her life probably did. But when I saw that they were canoodling secretly behind Ariana's back I mean my my jaw was on the floor and if you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about and you're still here first of all love you thank you for staying second of all let me just give you a little rundown um this couple like people refer to them as like the mom and dad of the group okay they are 
uh, the ones who have kind of had their life together, they have a house, they have successful businesses, um, they're friends with everyone, they're super caring, they're always like, I'm not going to say they're the DD, but like they're that couple that like will drive, they're that couple that takes care of you. I think Zach and I are the mom and dad of the group for sure of any group that we are in. Um, but they're just like this, you know, they're just the bread and butter of the group. And Ariana, the girlfriend has a best friend. That's who Raquel is. Raquel's the best friend. And Raquel, you know, she dated some people in the group, maybe one of your friends, but they broke up, but she's still in the group because now she's friends with all the girls. So, like, she's not going anywhere, but the group's not picking sides, right? Plus, this makes a great TV, if you can't tell. And so Tom Sandoval, the boyfriend, the dad of the group, cheats on Ariana with Raquel. And I know this is people's real lives, and I'm sorry. You sign up for reality TV, but you don't sign up for your partner to cheat on you on national television while you're filming a reality TV show okay so if think from the producers perspectives like this is the juiciest shit to ever happen to Bravo and they've had some juicy shit go down and people are losing their minds like and then not only that but you can pick up on things that he's said have seen them out and it's for Ariana during the show yes this is on camera spoil alert fast forward if you don't want to know this she was like confronted about it and she's like it's my best friend with my basically husband not a husband but like I don't know I'm my parents are very traditional and my mom would be like that's not her husband but to me that's her husband like she lives with him they've been together eight years they've devoted their lives they've verbally devoted their lives together you don't know people's life you don't know what they say to each other behind closed doors and marriage isn't for fucking everybody so if for you to have a long-term partner you don't need you know you don't need the ceremonial aspect to a marriage then like by all means fucking do that I'm sorry like it, I marriage is not for everyone and if that just doesn't work with you it doesn't work with you I am not that old school but for me he is her husband um they were literally freezing eggs I almost said to pollinate them <laughs> eggs um to save them in the future if they wanted to have children together and she wanted him to fertilize the egg on TV and so Sandoval long story short this comes out I'm mind fucked I'm watching every interview I can get my hands on listening to every fucking podcast bless Sheena bless Lala bless Katie bless Kristen they all go on and they are defending their girl and listen to me I would do the same fucking thing not only that if I was Ariana I'd be like go get it Go get it, bitch. Speak on my name. Speak on my truth. Defend me because I can't right now. I'm, I would move out of LA for a hot minute. You would find me at some rich $30,000 a day spa and treatment center. Take my phone. Give me, um, I'm going on a shroom trip, ayahuasca. You might find, catch me in the jungles of Peru, like, you will not see me for a hot minute, but my girls will defend me. Thank you. 
And here comes Sandoval weeks later does a Howie Mandel podcast episode. If you haven't, if you're listening to this and you're interested and you haven't watched it, I didn't want to give it a follow. I'm not going to be, I'm going to be honest. I didn't want to give it a, a listen. I also, Howie, I like his daughter on the podcast more than him. And he, he's there, I guess, to create, like, the older perspective. But Howie Mandel gives me the heebie-jeebies. I'm just going to say it. I'm sorry. He does. Anyways, I watched the episode because I had to know. I was, like, consumed at this point. My friends, like, some of them are like, yeah, that's crazy. But nobody wants to go this in-depth with me. LOL, this entire episode being about Scandaval. I'll keep it short. But Tom goes on there and he basically sets himself up in a padded room. Howie had no idea what the show even was, who this man was, why it was a big deal. And to be quite frank, um, if I was his daughter, I would be sitting there being like, you think this is appropriate for a man to do to a woman? Like, what the fuck, dad? I wish the daughter would have popped off because she knew what was going on but I think she was trying to be respectful of Tom and like create a uh, safe space for him to be able to speak I'm saying from an outside perspective there's no problem to me in him having that space but not now and maybe not ever and maybe in 50 years you know write a fucking book about it I don't want to I don't think he deserves that space, to be quite frank. I think his actions deserved answers and someone in the room to really press him on the why he did what he did. Because the things that he said were like they were on a break. Ariana wanted to kill herself if they broke up. Um, and he went, can we not say kill yourself? Like, obviously, you can't say kill yourself to someone. But, like, can he, would, he wouldn't he would say it. He would be, like, she would herself. I'm, like, okay. Um, I should probably put trigger warning. So, anyways, he alluded to all of these issues internally with him and Ariana that the public didn't know. But what's ironic about that is that you're filming a show. So, you're both then compliantly lying on reality tv when it, the whole point is it's supposed to be reality i don't know ariana hasn't spoken yet as of now this episode's coming out tuesday vanderpump rules season finale is coming out wednesday and then she will be on watch what happens next so we will fucking watch what happens next i'm just i i don't know how fucking crazy is that it blows my mind because now you're watching the show and it's like James did he's I do love his interviews he's like <laughs> the whole season's just cringy because Tom's like Raquel <laughs> Raquel like he does these weird laughs he's always sitting by her he's always like the camera catches him looking at her Ariana and him don't film a lot of scenes together because they weren't really hanging out. They both had a lot going on with. But you know what? At the same time, motherfucker. And I, I feel this way about every man that cheats. Man up. And same with women. Man up and just tell your partner you're slipping away from them before you're gone. 
before you're lost because if you if you reverse it there are moments in relationships where like you're further away from each other than you are together and in those moments if you're not so authentically there I am with that word again if you're not so real with your person and say hey listen the way that you're treating me right now is pushing me away from you and you don't give them an opportunity to pull you back when when you're in a realistic grasp or in your mind like that's a metaphor for like really truly if you're still in a place where you don't have the fucking ick we all know about the ick but if you don't have the ick and you have the love and respect for your long-term partner I mean we're talking about eight years together between Ariana and Tom let him pull you in or let her pull you in and give them an opportunity and if they don't then set them free before you cheat and even if you have those moments I think sometimes cheating and I'm not talking sex like if you kiss someone and you're like whoa why did that just happen or maybe it was an you know it was an accident or maybe I don't know but if you kiss someone that is so like should be a wake-up call for why you're comfortable doing that so if you I just think there's so many other times and so many other things you could say before you get to the point where you're actually sleeping with someone and then you're cheating on your spouse your partner your person and then your boyfriend girlfriend whatever and then you're doing it in front of everybody else while you're filming a reality tv show it is insane and it is nothing short of just a fantastic feat on uh this casting director's part of casting everyone like tom sandoval say what you want about him but he's amazing reality tv and it's trashy and it's uh, it's a lot of things but thank you for hearing me out i just think it's insane that it's happening we will dive deeper into it after Wednesday. I will tell you that much. And um, yeah, if this is something you like really want me to go off on, let me know. But I just had to talk about that because that's fucking crazy. And yeah, I don't know. Thank you um, for being here, for listening to this episode I think a reality of life, a real reality of life is like knowing when to pull back, knowing when to pump the brakes a little bit, knowing when to honor yourself more than honoring an algorithm. And it's funny because I'm, I, you know, I am who I am and I love who I am, genuinely, and I love the woman that I'm growing into, and I want to make sure I continue to love her, because I feel like for so many years, I've pushed that away and out and suppressed it, and you get to a point in life, I feel like the elderly woman of the tribe, but you get to a point in life when you no longer want to hold the heavy things that have weighed you down or tolerate like I don't even want to go to dinner 
with someone that I can't stand just to save face or to network and make a relationship. Like, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. You know, and I think that we live in a world, and the world has always been this way, where it's not what you know, it's who you know. It's not who you are, it's who you can portray yourself to be. And I think younger generations are really shifting the narrative and picking these influencers and actors and artists who are authentically themselves. Um, And it's definitely ruffling feathers and it's definitely causing controversy and it's definitely questioning the status quo. And I want to be right there with them. I want to push the envelope of what makes people comfortable. And I want to be creative. Like I'm sitting here in a fucking boa and heart-shaped sunglasses. Like I am not your clean girl aesthetic girly. Although I strive to be like obviously clean girl talk. But I'm not um, boring. I'm not easy on the eyes. I want to question people's perspectives. I want to challenge people's perspectives. I want to potentially bring you to a new vibe, a new feeling. I want to push you out of your comfort zone. I want to push my own fucking self out of my comfort zone. Your 20s, I mean, I I just talked about this. I did a mini-series of my podcast, um... I've done like a five, I think I have five or six up, little mini series leading up to this episode dropping. And I was talking about like doing reckless shit in your 20s and how I wish I had done that more. And maybe I heard it when I was younger, but really if you hear anything during this episode, I hope you hear that it's never too late to throw the Hail Mary it's never too late to send the email it's never too late to do the trip or contact that person or write a DM to I don't know a job you never think you could get like I wish I was more ostentatious when I was in my early 20s because not that you can't do it now And I still, of course, think there's time. 28 is so young. I feel old, but I'm not. In your early 20s, when you do that, I think it's more impressive. I think you're younger. You're more youthful. People probably don't take that advice very often. So if you're listening to this and you're in your early 20s, like, girl. Guys, gays, thems, the theys. Write the email. Shake the hand of the CEO at the party. Get drunk with the head of HR. I don't know, probably not. But like do crazy things, meet crazy people and follow up and save the numbers and send the thank yous and do the schmoozing because you get to 28 and life can fucking beat you down. And then you're like me and I don't even want to go to dinner with someone who isn't going to authentically open their soul to me. You know, life is too fucking short, man. And I'm so grateful um, for everyone that's touched my life because they brought me to where I am, but I'm at a deep-ass level, baby. 
yeah, I can float at the top with the pop culture girlies, but like I get deep if you can't tell. And I think that's why, one, it takes so much energy out of me, but two, I just don't think people like to swim this low. You know, not everybody can handle the depths and that's okay. I'm not for everybody. And I'm learning that. And I'm learning that. Ooh, ooh. And I'm learning that. Um, And on that note, keeping it sweet, short, to the point. Thank you for listening. Um, Follow me on TikTok please I need to get to a thousand for my own sanity and so I can go live did you know you can't go live on TikTok without a thousand followers like what is that and then I'll I'll go live and then I want I can stream I can fucking stream the episodes live which would be embarrassing because I'm gonna edit I'm an editor I'm not a Jackie Schimmel Jackie Schimmel does bitch bible raw if I did bitch if I did an episode raw then we'd be getting canceled okay okay um anyways thank you for listening i will be back maybe sooner than you think new episodes every friday and yeah does that mean i have an episode friday maybe you'll just have to wait to find out